Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, this episode once again brought to you by our friends. At Noon Hydration. That is right. Noon Hydration. Did you not know Noon Hydration was a friend of the show? Well, you haven't been listening. Noonlife.com. N-U-U-N-L-I-F-E.com. Great place. Great products. Excellent hydration. I used them. I used them on the actual pre-show ride for this very episode you're about to listen to. I use the energy. I like the lime. And it's. I just put one in each bottle and it gives me a little kick. Just enough to hold on so I don't get dropped. Thanks to Noon Hydration for being a part of the show. Also, thanks to our friends at Fit for Hope. Fit for Hope. Check them out on Facebook. Hopefully, they'll send me some copies soon so I can talk a little bit more in depth about the great things they are doing for charity. Fit for Hope. Look them out on Facebook. Also, you guys, they're back. No, really, they're back. Honey Stinger. Honeystinger.com. The best waffles the little guys on the discs, oh, God, they're so good, the waffles. And I just ordered a big package of energy chews for myself and protein bars. All kinds of great stuff available at HoneyStinger.com. They're a friend of the show. They're back. Thanks for being a part of the show. Hey, you guys, Tour de France preview. Pack filler. Let's do it. All right, everybody, welcome to the podcast that uh, can't believe Lawson Craddock didn't completely reverse both numbers. And if you saw the numbers he's wearing and if you saw today's stage, you'll know what I'm talking about. This is the uh, Pack Filler Podcast. I'm Pat Bulger. We're in studio, actually. I know what you're thinking. You're like, whoa, you're in studio. You're not out someplace trying to fight for people to listen to you. But uh, we thought we'd throw about out a uh, little Tour de France preview show just because... You know, 
everybody who does anything about cycling is about preview shows uh, and Tour de France preview shows. And so who could I find and who could I get and who could bring the best beer? You know him from the live shows. You know him from everything else. He's now actually, I've, I'm categorized him as a producer of the podcast. So welcome once again to the show, Paul Maine. How are you, man? I'm doing well, thanks. And uh, thanks for the ride today, too. I was, so, I was going to preface that, and I was going to honestly say, and I'm wanna, I want to say it right now to everybody on the show, that when we were out on the flats in the high winds today, I swear to God I was trying to actually help you with the pace. I couldn't fucking come all around off your wheel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it, it's one of those things that I love headwinds, like some people like hills, and, you know, you get a 2% raise on a rise on the road on me, and I'm done. You, you're going to blow me off the doors, but I enjoy the wind. But the thing about it is, is I mean, honestly, I, I felt like a complete loser asshole just sitting back there, and then Jackson, my son, is behind me, just because I don't know why. That's kind of, he just feels comfortable back there or something like that. Smart kid. But, um... Maybe I, he doesn't. Maybe he's afraid I might flagellate and yeah. catch. I don't know. <laughs> catch him right yeah. there. Oh no! Like look that. at that one. Oh no! I'm not getting behind <laughs> that guy. He just said he ate some sauerkraut last yeah. night. <laughs> exactly. Oh God! But it was beautiful. And I, I, it's. I've spent more time on your wheel this this summer, I think, than I have anywhere else. But I promise, I'll, I'll try. If you if you actually peel off and and let up a little bit, I would be happy to pull. But I can't. I can't. I, I, well. When it comes to hills or any other terrain, you can have the reins, but I'll, I'll take the wind any day. So. Yeah, for those of you who've seen me, this is obviously an audio podcast. So a lot of people haven't seen me, so they know the joke when you're talking about me coming over through on the hills, <laughs> stuff like that. So, yeah, thanks for that, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we are. You know, usually Tour de France preview shows are before the Tour de France starts. France, France. I don't know why I suddenly become uh, I pick up a dialect whenever I start saying it. Well, you get your choice of being sounding snobby or sounding like Bob Roll. Yeah, France, France. France. <laughs> so it's really a tough choice, yeah. you know. But uh, but here we are. Stage one is already in the bo- books, um, and I guess you know before I even get into all the kind of stuff I want stuff I want to talk about, um, I do want to actually kind of talk about the stage. You know, here we're supposed to be. I, I honestly, from you know, until I started actually looking at the map and and the the actual preview of the of the race, um, thought it was going to be just a prologue. You know, and I've I've for some reason I even as early as this morning I turned on the TV and went, oh shit, yeah, it's an actual stage. And you thinking, oh, it's going to be flat. It's going to be a sprinter stage. We're going to get a sprinter in yellow. We did get that, but holy shit, we got more than we we gambled for. Uh, with with these crashes and with all this stuff going on, and um, yeah, who would have thought that this stage would have affect the GC already? I mean, the first couple of stages that never happens, but yeah, uh, yeah that's the split with 10k to go, um, Froome going off at 4k or whatever it was, and yeah, yeah, and uh, all the, uh, Froome almost hitting a post too. I, yeah, I've been looking at the, foot, Damn it. the footage of that. Oh yeah. no. Oh, oops. <laughs> No, that's not nice. <laughs> but, you know, I, I honestly have to say, and I'll, I'll say it a little bit later on when we're talking about actual uh, predictions that have been made and stuff like that, I've always been rooting for Richie Port, and for some, something has happened in either his life or his parents' life that causes him to be completely cursed. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you know, everybody was talking about how the next couple of stages, they're going to be, you know, like, you know, sprinter spa- stages yeah. like we all expected. And, yeah. and uh, Port and, and, and Froome were going to have 
a heyday when the team, uh, the TTT comes on, you know, stage three. Yeah. Well, this is the equalizer, other than poor Quintana, who had a mechanical. He, he came out to the worst, worst part of the stick there. Yeah. Do we have any indication of what Movistar's leadership plans are? No. I and, mean, you know, I thought a lot of people talk about the three-prong attack. Like, yeah. you know, that's a good, that's a, you know, a stupid idea. You know, two-prong hasn't worked. But, you know, if, you can, if they can get past the ego, and if they're all three, if you have Verde, uh, Quintana, and, and uh, Landa all in that, you know, touchable zone yeah and they work together man that how does how does sky they'll just burn up especially with only eight guys on the on the squad yeah. now you know so actually it, it looked like nobody went back for quintana today no yeah and i don't and no, so I think that tells me something up. about yeah. what's going on with, with what movie stars intending or not intending you know i i don't know yeah maybe you're right maybe they're only you know with three leaders that's only five more riders left so all of a sudden who do you send back who do you keep so yeah that's Okay, um, I'm going to jump right into it. Okay, and I'm going to jump right in. And these are just questions you can almost you will be the interview here, but I'm going to obviously throw in my two cents here. Question number one: In your opinion, should Chris Froome have started this year's tour? Oh, you man. could throw personal That's, bias in there too. Well, uh, I never did like the guy. I made a actually a, a prediction back in September on the pod very first live yeah. podcast that we did that he wouldn't win this year's tour. He would so, not. He would not. So. And I still don't think he will, and I'm sure. Uh, but I, I always lose those bets anyway. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I think you know. I've heard so much banter about it. For the sake of cycling, first of all, uh, his that report should never been leaked about what had happened. Yeah. Um. You know, with the AAF. Um. So all this would be, you know, wouldn't even be a discussion right now if that. Somebody, I think it was from the UCI that released it. So, um, but it did, and I think for the sake of cycling, if you love cycling and really care about it, I think he should have just not raced. It, it did create a lot of havoc, and and look now he gets booed at, and then people Huge are talking. Boos. Yeah, yeah. Dumoulin says, "I hope no one throws a urine on him because I might be behind him and might get splashed." <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it, it does. It created a huge, huge mess, and and I blame more, not so much Froome, so much. But I think Sky, the Sky program, I don't like. They didn't join. What is the M- MCPP? Yeah. Uh, they refused. They said we're transparent enough, and obviously they're not. So, yeah, uh, I don't. I think at the standpoint of uh, you, when the ASO came and said they were going to block them, I think that's a legitimate. That is a legitimate concern. I mean, who wants to pretend that you know if he did win, and it's like you just robbed somebody from. From winning uh, yeah. the tour, I mean the celebration, you know. So, I have a multiple opinions on the guy. Um, I, every every interview I've ever seen with him, every conversation I've seen with him, he honestly seems like a genuinely good guy. I agree. I I, I hate the way he looks on a bike, but it works. Um, I, I I really you know should he have started should he have not started I I think um, it's a too big to fail kind of a thing where you're looking at you know sure Chris for the love of the sport for the beauty of the sport don't start but there's we're talking you know billions of dollars at stake in this grand scheme of this sport and it's almost like they can't they ha- if there's a way for him to start he's gonna he has to start you know there's just too much money involved and. 
right or wrong, I mean, I guess you know, I, I, I'm glad that he's here because there already would always would have been that question mark. Oh yeah, without a doubt, somebody whoever would win, yeah, they're like, oh, he wouldn't have won if Froome. That would, yeah. That's this weird thing about that circles around, you know, uh, cycling. Like uh, when Nibali won, when Froome pulled out because yeah. he crashed, yeah, and there's. Could you have won had he stuck in? It's like, what kind of question? Whoever's there is there, you yeah. know? So yeah. you can never do that. Well, I, I'm thinking back. Pedro Delgado then, in, in essence, won his Tour de France because Greg LeMond got shot. Yeah. Or was was Roche in there? Mm, no. uh, in 88? 87 when Roche won. What was 87, first 88. Uh, his first was 86, was LeMond's. Yeah. So technically, Stephen Roche shouldn't have won the Tour. Oh, yeah. Because LeMond right. got yep. shot. So yeah, anyway. Yeah, you, you could know. go way back. God, I'm old. Um, uh, and speaking of which, uh, the second topic in, uh, I, I owe you a huge amount of thanks because I was going to ask, and I, I think that everybody in the audience can compare what they do in terms of your watching habits. Um, are you what I call a live early riser? So you get up early, you watch the whole stage as it is live. Are you a live, but you're kind of an early riser in that you're cheap and you you watch just the free version? Are you lazy like me and watch wait for the replay and watch the replay? Or are you a way replay and you only watch the prime time at um, 8 o'clock with Bob Roll and I guess Christian Vandeveld's probably on it again this year? Um, so what, what's your what's your? I am of- definitely an early riser. Uh, not the butt crack of dawn like... For the tour and the classics, for sure. Um, what time do you get? What, you would depends, watch the classics like, today's, Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll get up. A, like, uh, I think it started at 3 o'clock. This year, I did not watch I did not watch <laughs> Flanders and Roubaix. I didn't wake up early to watch those on TV. Oh, really? Because, How come? Well, I went to... I, I don't know if I ever told you, but I went <laughs> and saw those two, two races live. So, but we woke up pretty early to get there. We started... Yeah. You know, even even then, I guess that puts me in that early riser. We woke up at six in the morning, crammed down breakfast. The race doesn't okay. start till ten at Antwerp, and we're yeah. at Gerasbergen and at by I think it was nine thirty. The race wasn't coming by for another six hours. So, oh you know. <laughs> shit! <laughs> but there was a lot of Fritz and beers to drink. So. Okay, okay. Um, I finally switched. And I, I finally pulled the trigger and spent the money. Um, as probably fans of this show know for years past, I would comment on the com- commercials that get repeated over and over and over again. I would watch the NBC Sports version with Phil and Paul and Bob and Christian Vandeveld and a f- friend of mine on this show, Steve Perino, stuff like that. Um, and I finally pulled the trigger. I, I finally paid for this sports, NBC Sports gold package. Which isn't Phil and Paul, which is the Aussie version, basically. Yeah, the, uh, McEwen's one yeah. of them, and I don't know what the other guy's yeah. name. I can't remember. Um, and it's so weird listening to it differently like that. Um, I I do have to say that, like for example, today, and people are going to think I'm probably not a purist. I I do like the fast forward feature on on watching the replay. <laughs> so I I had to wait until nine o'clock to start the stage here on the West Coast. Uh, so I was a little bit behind everybody, and I make a point not to look at my phone, not to log on to anything, until I've watched the entire stage. But it's it's nice. It's really nice having the whole stage having. Um, uh, you know, I don't want to uh, everybody. I don't want to bash Phil Liggett. Phil's getting a little old. Uh, Phil's getting a little forgetful. <laughs> But 
last time I checked, he has a really tough job, and I don't have that job, so I can just shut the fuck up. Maybe when there's an opening, you should apply. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure they'll take that because yeah. I'm a, I'm a I'm a pro. I I will have to, I do have to say I will miss Bob, and I will miss Steve Perino. Yeah. Because uh, you know I can catch those in the afternoon. I mean, if yeah. I have time. There's other things that I already know the results, but yeah. sometimes at the end of the day they wrap things up, and there's some news that like. You know, the, the situation with Lawson Craddock, you know, they may yeah. have shed some light on that. Yeah. And most likely not, I could go on cycling news. <laughs> you know, yeah, you could probably out. find it some But, you know, you know uh, speaking of paying for it, I used to be, you know, cheap, cheap like you, yeah. paying for coverage. And then it was so frustrating that that's when, you know, like it's, flow bikes, that, yeah. was, that was a good purchase for me because outside of that and uh, NBC Gold, NBC, listen to the yeah. Aussies. But, um, yeah, I, I wake up early enough that I make coffee at our house. I got in trouble this morning because I took my iPad in there to watch the tour um, and the- spent a little bit more time on the crapper. And I didn't get the coffee done. And my <laughs> wife is getting ready for work. And uh, so she ended up making the coffee. I got in oh, trouble. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So she says every time it's tour season or a bicycle race, I spend too much time on the crapper because I just take it along. <laughs> I'm not in a hurry. You excited. Know? Just, yeah. Oh, so you watch on your iPad. Yeah, and I okay. have I have it uh, Apple TV too, so it's yeah, on right, it's yeah. on the regular TV. But if I have to go, you know, take a dump, <laughs> I'm going to take it with, with me. You. Yeah, and the, and the worst thing, the worst thing is there's a delay, so I hear the the one on the TV on the Apple is like actually about thirty seconds ahead, so I can hear like the excitement. It's like crap, I don't know what's going on because I don't yeah. see it. But I'm on the crapper, and I'm sitting there waiting for that 30-second delay. Yeah, you can't get up and run in with your pants. No, right oh, no. You never know. It might yeah, be some Klingons involved oh, yeah. or something like and that. Yeah. Dripping, and my dog would probably eat it when I'm in trouble. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know. Chaos at the oh, main family. Okay. So. <laughs> there we go. There's your visual, everybody. Um, okay, so I no, I've just been watching it on the Apple TV, and then when I have to go, I don't even pause it anymore, to be honest. I just go and then come back. But you know, we're What are you doing so in the last 10K? And that's I pause it in the last decade, or I or I cross my legs, or I uh-huh. sit on my heel, or you know whatever it takes. You know, See, my constitution. If I don't have everything dumped <laughs> out by seven thirty, I'm in trouble. So we're inside that ten k, and that's where I got in trouble. Because okay. I, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Enough of the potty stuff, I guess. <laughs> so. um, okay. Here's here's some odd kind of questions out there. Um, uh, not not in terms of who you think is going to win or who you think is going to do well, but favorite riders you like to watch and hear from and things like that during the tour. I sometimes talk about riders who seem to get it. Who, and when I say get it, they, they get the joke. They don't take themselves so seriously. And riders who you like to see who are attacking in nature or take some take some things out there. For example, I'll give you a couple. I, I you know even though it's obviously at the top of everybody's list, I love Peter Sagan. I think he's a smart ass, and I, love, I no one would argue that. Yeah, yeah, I love his style. I'm actually starting to turn around, and it's taken me a couple years for Andre Greipel. After the Go Gorilla song yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, I think he's I think he kind of gets it, and he's yeah not, he's it, not it, so stressed. I've heard a couple interviews with him. I, I enjoy. He has something to say. Well, he's German, so he's straight and to the point. But yeah. you know, yeah. still, is it, yeah. Uh, I, I keep I, Taylor Finney is some, a rider who I don't think is going to do anything grand. Um, I think that crash kind of messed with him in terms of his career. But I love his attitude. And for example, I saw on Twitter today he was saying something along the lines like, "Oh, people are dressing up as inhalers now. That's I, I like that better than hypodermic needles. That's a <laughs> that's a step forward." I haven't read that yet. That's <laughs> yeah. good. Uh, is there anybody you kind of look forward to in, in terms of stuff like that? Well, of course, Sagan's always good. I, I think he he messes with the journalists and stuff, you know, and they always ask the silly questions like, you know, 
could you have done better if you, you know, this and this? I don't know. I don't know if I could, you know, or we'll have to see. Like, are you going to win? Are you going for the stage? We'll have to see, you know, if you're going to win. So, um, but <clears throat> I don't know. Interviews, the ones that I, I turn about, I never, um, Bardet, that was a yeah. character because he's French. I naturally just put him off. But through the years, I really i am pulling for that guy. I really like him a lot. He interviews very well. I think he has a lot to say. Um, he got third at Strada Bianca. I mean, he's, yeah. he's to me, I hope the gen, new generation, you know, even Nibali, who I never liked, and now I'm beginning to like because, you know, he was at Flanders. He's trying other things as opposed to you look at the, the Sky Machine, yeah. you know. Those guys are all focused with Grand Tours, mainly Tour de France, you know. And then you have, um, you know, gosh, I don't know how many wins quick step has i mean oh god you yeah, know stages yeah. yeah we don't have a gc guy but we're gonna win from from hit newsblot to down to you know uh lombardia and so, today yeah, yeah and today yeah, exactly. yeah i got another yeah. one so. i'd never heard of that smear uh, and and uh, Ga- Gaviria? Gaviria? Yeah. oh yeah oh yeah he's he's fast yeah he's Jesus. a bullet yeah well five stages or four stages at uh california, california. this year so yeah mm-hmm. um and I agree with you. I uh, Nibali always I thought was one of the bad guys or something like that, you know. And it's, it's kind of funny how I, I this is one of the only times you'll ever hear me mention NASCAR. But it's almost like we the the whole once the farther you get into it, the the personalities and you have your good guys and your bad guys and you root for and you root against some people. Um, I I don't I think it was probably because of Astana. I can't stand anything to do with Astana. Yeah. But um, after Milan San Remo this year, I I I kind of went okay. This guy's this guy's not bad. Yeah, and Nibali, yeah he's he's, he's kind of he's a good guy. He's got a cool style, and uh, you know, very kind of old school style, and that he's attacking. And you know, people get mad at him because somebody gets a mechanical and he launches. But I think I've done that in a race or two. Yeah, I mean, you hear a, you hear a <laughs> who, crash and you who sprint. Isn't yeah, yeah. Who, who isn't guilty of that? Yeah, wheel so. change or something. Yeah. Uh, speaking of getting back to interview, I think I'm not a Froome fan, but he does really well. And you made a statement about. Uh, I don't know if it was in French, but he said, I understand, you know, the people that don't like Sky, there's people that don't like me. He goes, let's not, he goes, all I ask is focus on the team that you like and not on the negative, where you're the team Jersey you work for. And to me, that's a great thing. I, okay. I, as much as I don't like that guy, that's a, that's a wonderful thing to do is, is why not we focus on the, on the people root for the people you like and, and, and not okay, and not against the people. Yeah, you know yeah, and, you know that Schadenfreude thing is is fine, yeah. but keep it down. You know, keep it amongst yourselves. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, team. Any teams you overall are just like that's please let somebody from that team do something great. Now, and it does, again, it doesn't have to be riders. It's just individual riders. It's just the team as a whole. I mean, you ride a BMC, so yeah. I would assume you're rooting for I, BMC. I, I gravitate towards that, but. Um, I think uh, EF Education First, yeah. presented by Draypack. Powered, powered by, by Cannondale. Cannondale. Yeah, yeah, the longest name. Um, yeah. I'd like to see because that team fought hard to, to stay afloat, and I think uh, uh, the sponsors stepped up. I'd like to see them think that they made the right right decision. Uh, another team I think is great is uh, uh, Bora Hansgrohe. Yeah. They, they just, uh, Hansgrohe just... I think extended their contract for another three years. So yeah. I kind of root for any of those sponsors or those teams. Their sponsors have stuck their neck out. Um, Sunweb is the other one too. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, boy, was that a gamble for uh, Hansgrove for you know putting all that money into a guy like Peter Sagan and, and, yeah. and hoping it works. Yeah. You know, because something could have gone wrong. He could have had a bad crash. Something you know, a career-ending kind of a thing. But they they got some. They have some good depth on there. You know. I love Daniel, Daniel Loss. Loss is yeah, 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 he's great. He's a clown. Yeah, and so it's you know no, I love that team too. Um, I know you hate the big corporations, but I don't know why I've always rooted for Trek Segafredo. Uh-huh. I don't know why. I, I just want somebody on that team to do something. <laughs> not me. You know, you and hate now the big that they're running all disc breaks. I have another reason not to like them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you have against discs? Is uh, it the I safety? Don't know. I, no, I don't. I, there's no safety or anything, and maybe I'm just. Well, anybody that knows me, yeah, I'm a pig-headed, like, old, crusty, old, you know, old style. <laughs> it, but there's some advancements in, in bicycle racing to me that that really made sense. The STI, brake lever, shift lever, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that stuff, um, That's that was a big thing. Clipless pedals, huge. That, to me, is like the biggest, you know, in my time period, starting in 80, 85. Um, carbon frames, maybe a little bit, not that much. I think you can do fine. Well, look at... Uh, um, John Brown winning uh, nationals, pro nationals on aluminum bike, specialized oh, yeah. leg. Oh, so, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be. And I think this carbon chasing thing is out of control, but I digress. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think, you know, you, you start looking at uh, stopping rates and stuff. And the, the technology on, on brake uh, sidewalls has advanced tremendously, even in wet uh, conditions. Sure, disc brakes are going to trumpet and all that type of thing. But it's just that for me personally, I know someday I'm going to have disc brakes because that's all there's going to be. Yeah. But the maintenance right now, the, to change out, if because I do all my work, it's yeah. like, oh, my gosh, I watch a YouTube video. And I'm thinking, the average guy isn't going to do this. Oh, shit, no. It's yeah. going to keep all the local bike shops busy. Yeah. They can just specialize in, in disc brakes. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, it, it's one of those things that uh, I think of frame builders and I think the, uh, you know, it creates component the manufacturers. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They, it just creates a change. You know, I, I just not to name drop my last show. Spoke to Leonard Zinn, and I, I was saying one thing about that is is disc brakes. Uh, you know, dealing with hydraulics, and I don't have the proper tools, and it's one of those things that scares the shit out of me. And, but I don't know. So maybe I just got to pony up and learn how to do it. But um, I don't know. I, I just. I think the discs look stupid. That's all I'm going to say about we'll it. We'll get That's used the only to it. Thing I did. it yeah. It is. I mean, we'll get used to it without a doubt. But, and you know, it's not a hard thing. But it's like I'd rather just pull my cable out, and stick another cable in, yeah. just to break, as opposed yeah. to make sure there's no in here and make sure you got to pull the pads out and then you have to hold it and oh, don't yeah. hit the brake so the piston doesn't come out and blah blah blah. blah. You know, you get by these little spacers and then you get the little fluid and then you get to bleed yeah. the oh geez forget it oh god yeah, and so. the first thing i did with my <laughs> wife's mountain bike she had the first disc brakes in the house i remember i took the wheel off and i was just kind of playing with the brake lever <laughs> and of course you know just pumped it completely sealed yeah. and i was like yeah. oh shit you can't do that anymore you can't play with the brake levers while the wheel's off oh yeah lessons we've learned uh back to tour okay now i'm getting vain best kit and worst kit in your opinion um from what you've seen today oh geez Worst kit, I hate the stupid orchid on the back of Sky, but I like picking on Sky anyway. Have you seen it? Did you I see it was a whale. A whale or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a, uh, uh, a killer the, whale. Yeah. Because it's for like no plastic. Isn't that an orca? Or, what did you say? Or, I thought you said orchid. 
No. Oh, well, I might have. You said or I might cup. have. Let me take <laughs> another drink here and see. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Paul brought beer today, and he, he I've, I might have to stray from my IPA stylings, but uh, <laughs> this one's delicious. But uh, Orca. 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 Okay, sorry. Orca. Yeah. Some whale yeah, fish yeah. thing on the back. And I, I, I'm sure it's a good cause, and I'm not disparaging that. But, no. Uh, my favorite fish. kit. Boy, that's. let's see here. It certainly isn't EF. Education first, powered by direct. Your favorite? Those people. That's not yeah. definitely. I, I like that like kit. I do like that. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Anything if you're going to go f- crazy and bold, go yeah, for they, it, they yeah. they've got that. Um, I don't know. I I like pretty simple stuff. Um, uh, it's not cross. Uh, usually, quick step, just because it's been it doesn't veer too much and it yeah. stands out. I don't. I've never been a colored short person Thank by any you. means. Don't like it, Winner. but. There it is. <laughs> but I do, you can spot those guys anywhere. And yeah, uh, yeah I think it's just kind of semi classy. I wish it was black shorts, but outside yeah. of that, yeah. Okay, that's, they, I was going to say Fortuneo because I hate the white shorts. I, yeah. any, anything with white shorts. Could you imagine if, if uh, EF did actually like pink shorts or something like that? How horrible that, that would be. That would be awful. Yeah, no, wrong. Oh my God. Just yeah. be wrong. Yeah. Um, I don't mind the direct energy kit. I don't know if I like the team, but I don't mind the the. Eh, it's kind of plain, yeah. yeah. But uh, the the yellow circle or something yeah, like yeah. that, and they got those the yellow Weiler bikes that match this yeah, year. Yeah, so, I don't know. It looks all right to me. Um, you're you're gonna hate me for this. I have never ever ever liked the BMC kit. No, and and I'm with you there. I I think it's pretty blasé. Okay, uh, I like the bikes so. You do like the bikes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. very much so. Unpaid endorsement. Right yeah, there. yeah. I had to pay <laughs> for that bastard. I've still got my lap here, and the damn thing won't crack. Uh, for those of you who I shot were, a rock at it today. Yeah, yeah. For those of you who obviously weren't on the ride today, uh, uh, Paul shot a, unintentionally shot a rock into my frame and went through my wheel and made a whole lot of noise. And, I was, and you said, that's it. We did it. You can get a new bike now. <laughs> no, the damn thing's still rolling. LaPierre's is supposed to crack from what everybody told me, and mine won't crack. Bunny hop it. Yeah, off like a loading dock, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Um, and now I'm I'm still keeping it surface and and, and childlike and and petty. Uh, riders, you you hope something not necessarily bad happens to them, but you hope they don't get the results they're looking for. That Froome is first. Froome, uh, yeah. Um, you know, if Aru was there, I would say <laughs> I just don't like that guy. Uh, outside of that, I think I'm rooting for pretty much anybody outside of Froome because, well, one, I made that prediction in September. Yeah. So I'll have to, to hold you to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's it. I'd, I'd like to see a good t- tour and a good fight, um, you know, between all the guys. I, I And I think it's kind of, I, I like this, the way the, the tour is laid out this year, that short stage will be very interesting. Yeah. 65 kilometers. You know, three mountain peaks Shit. and doing that Formula One start. The top twenty get to start in the front. I didn't even know about this. Oh, and yeah. I host the damn podcast. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> so that's gonna. Oh, so everybody else is like fodder in the back, and oh, wow. they start off. They're just like going up a hill. So it may just be one of those type yeah. things because what the top twenty you guys say we're not gonna knock this out. Let's you know are they gonna make a pack and say I'm waiting. Let's wait for our our teams to wow. match up, but maybe not. Bjarni Reese had a they had a snow stage. I remember yep. several 96. years ago. Yeah, that yep. he he just crushed it on that yep. day. Okay, Mr. That, sixty. I need to go back and look at the 
yeah, a little bit more, for cooler. a little bit more. Yeah, uh, like I actually read it. <laughs> um, I believe it's no uh, question uh, to people who know the show. I I don't know why, but I have never been a fan of Mark Cavendish. Um, I I I can't stand him. I think commentators have had their heads so far up Mark Cavendish's ass that they know what his prostate looks like. Um, <laughs> I think I, I, I don't like his attitude. I, I don't like the whole fiasco from last year. I've still got bad blood about all that, and um, I don't want him to do well, even though he could probably be the nicest guy in the world. And I, this is probably me not ever getting him on this podcast for an interview <laughs> because he's going to say, no, I, won't, I don't want to be on your show. You always said I, you hated me. But he would say it something along the lines of, she's hated me. Because that's he fucking mumbles everything he responds. And the way he mumbles his responses are almost like condescending to the journalists. And I'm just going, I bet you're a nice guy, but I think you're a dick. I think he's a bedwetting baby, actually. But Okay, okay. okay. Especially (laughs) because everybody kind of looks at every. I think everybody, not everybody likes the gun, but that whole incident, uh, I saw an interview with him, and he still still thinks that the Sagan was wrong. And it's like, there's no way. I mean... I really thought Sagan was wrong for several times. In fact, yeah. we did that last did year. On yeah, the, we on that around. very day. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then I started watching over and over again. And of course, there's so many different angles, and most of it happens from the, you know, bird's eye view. Yeah. There's a tree that gets in the way, and then you know, yeah, then so everybody's a, all over yeah, the pavement. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but you know, you got to push that aside. But maybe that's that's how he fuels up his his engine by running on pissed off you know yeah. i don't know they, yeah he's a dick what makes it even worse is my kid is just enamored with his shoes because apparently he's got to deal through nike and he's got these badass looking shoes and i'm just like oh, no <laughs> well uh, first of all i can't afford them second of all, i'm not you got your own job third of all they're not allowed in this house <laughs> <laughs> well did you see speaking of his shoes did you see his crash at milan san ramo this year is that where he hit it like a like a what they call road them? furniture or yeah. something like that, didn't he? Yeah. It, go back and watch that crash. His shoe lands on top of that little... <laughs> really? Yeah, he's he's like 20 feet away. <laughs> knocked him and out of his knocked shoe? And knocked his shoe. is standing right on top. They're called, I don't know, we call it like a pylon or something. You know, just split yeah. the... the um, a post. It, yeah, it yeah. was a post. But it's sitting, this bright pink <laughs> shoe sitting on the top of it. It's funny. <laughs> So I'm not rooting for him. Yeah, Team, teams, teams, you're anti. I, for example, I'll throw it out there right now. I already said it. I don't know why I've never had it. Ever since Vina Kurov, I've never liked anything to do with Astana. Yeah, yeah. Astana, same, but uh, that force leg, I never can say his name. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Fugelsang. Jakob Fugelsang. Yeah, yeah. That guy, I I do admire him a little bit, but uh, he's on the wrong team. Um, Yeah, everything's, you know, suspect to me when somebody wins from that team. It's like, "Eh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's not. Yeah, never rooted for him. Okay, speaking of teams, which one's going to take the overall prize? And now we're starting to place our bets. Which you know, best take team? Best team. Because that's based on GC time. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's going to be, well, maybe not Sky, because I can't go with Sky because I said Froome won't win. So they I will in, go. They went in best team last year, didn't they? Um. Yeah, They. I think, you know, because they, they got, you know, Garrett Thomas sitting up there on the GC. Who I've always and, rooted for, yeah, and yeah, I still I like want Garrett Thomas yeah. to do well, even though I don't I'm like with Sky you there. Too, I'm yeah. with you there. So I'm going to go with, I think, Richie Port will have a good, even though he started off on the wrong oh, foot again. Okay. I think he'll have a good one, and I think TJ will be there just just time-wise because he'll be his his little. He'll and then a, I think Crusoe's also there. Yeah. Um, so he'll be up probably on the GC. You know, the, they'll be at the tail end when when they drop off but uh yeah it'll be interesting i think it'll be a little interesting with the smaller teams you know you're not going to have you know as many p- people scoring yeah with eight you know. yeah you're, yeah you're cutting it down mm-hmm. so, so you're saying bmc you think is going to win the i'm, I'm guessing bmc okay. even with their ugly kits but very good bikes yeah yeah, yeah. okay um no movie star uh, you know what i didn't even think about it. yeah I, I take that back that's the team to watch. movie stars got yeah. depth yeah they yeah. do um, they may not win it, but I think they're going to have enough people up top. That'll be Movie Star. Okay, so, so yeah, so we, I need I need an actual committal and final answer. Movie Star, Movie Star. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to uh, yeah, I, I was the one who sent it out there, so I'll pick Movie Star. Um, what rider winning a stage could make your tour? Any any specific rider winning a stage? Tez be Benoit. Like, yes, Tez, Tez Benoit. Yeah, he is my new hero. 24-year-old Belgian. <laughs> Who you're going to name a dog after. Yes, Benoot is going to be our new next dog probably <laughs> in the next year or so. We, we already picked the name out, you yeah. know, so. I've got a picture of him uh, up at the the, the Capitol Muir oh, when okay. I went there. I went to the Flanders. I don't know if you knew that. You went to Flanders? Yeah, I went to Flanders. I got a picture, when? great, great picture of him <laughs> as he's rounding the corner right by the chapel there, so. And I told my wife, this is who we need to name our dog after. Since the other dog's Flanders, yeah. now we got to get a little more real. So we're going to. Benute. Your dogs are so cool. You got Flanders and Benute, and I've got Bender. In, in England, you know what that is. Bender? It's a big drinking night? No. Oh, God. What is it? Somebody's bent or Bender is usually, you know, refers to gay or they're. Oh, really? They're in the, uh, like somebody like a cop's bent. Really? He's, he's like a crooked that. cop? He's a crooked or? cop, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's not got a good conversation. Oh. So don't take him to England. Mine's my mother's my mother's my wife's maiden name. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't. We should I, I stop this conversation take, now. Better not yeah. take my wife yeah. to England. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's Bender. She's bent. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with it, and I'm gonna be obviously transparent and cheesy. And I I just need Sagan to win a stage. I I don't know why. I just I I love when that guy does something and. 
Um, I, I think he's a gracious winner. I think it's, that's all good. But I wouldn't be hurt if he didn't. I'd yeah. like to see some new characters up there and stuff. But, you know, the green jersey, I'll probably start making a choice who I want to win when well, it gets, gets down the pike. So That's that's funny you should ask that. Next question on my huh. list is is who will wear green in Paris? It will be Sagan if he doesn't. You know, get in trouble, but he won't get in trouble this time. They're gonna. You think his consistency is gonna pay off? Yeah, absolutely. Well, he's second today, and there's some big names. You know, like Kittle got third and stuff. Yeah. So he he's in the mix all the time. And once the roads start going up, the Kittles are gone. You know that type of thing. Yeah, Kittle so. looked freaking fast. Yeah, he did. We were talking about that on the ride. He started at least eighth place at the beginning of that sprint and and moved up to third. Uh, that was I thought that was freaking. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see. I don't know why. Um, I'd like to see it close between he and Michael Matthews again. Sagan and Michael Matthews. I, I hate Michael. You do. Michael Mac Matthews going back. Personally, okay. I don't like. I don't like. You that don't guy. like Michael no, Matthews. No, okay. he's he's a dick. I just say <laughs> he is a total dick. I don't like him. Okay. Bling. They call him bling. Bling. Yeah, he's got studs in those. Oh, ears does he? And, you know, oh, yeah, he's, okay. He's all about the show. Ah, uh, these yeah. kids with their earrings. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? <laughs> uh, next question: Any drama you foresee on course? Any fan protests? Any doping busts? Any in-team fighting? Anything like that that you would predict would possibly happen? Uh, I, well, the inevitable. Some some jackass is going to try and take out Fruma. He's going to lose. For my prediction, he's going to lose even without some jackass doing something like punching some punching him in the kidney. Or really, you yeah. think it could? It, it I could think it could get point. ugly. I hopefully it doesn't. That's my prediction. Um, I think uh, I think the big thing is everybody think they'll be interfighting with Movie Star. I think they'll be that he you know a good adhesive group and work together. Um, to accomplish greatness on the podium or to triumph that they have to do that to beat beats guy, you yeah. know, well, there's gotta be some, uh, some potential drama in a lot of teams. I mean, if you know, I'm sure sky is going a hundred percent into the room basket, but is Garrett Thomas, he's too much of a nice guy to kind of like under, you think so? Yeah. 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 He's, you know, he keeps saying I'm, I'm number two, you know, he's a fallback plan and i think that's very true so he stays he stays close to Froome and you know does what he can and you know uh they certainly need a backup plan if things get hostile yeah with room so yeah <laughs> so i yeah i i don't and uh, would the riders protest do you think there might be you know those good old-fashioned sit-ins kind of no i I think, uh, you know certainly not about the Froome thing i mean who knows what comes up in the future maybe uh I don't know how they feel about that that F one start, you know, grid start. Yeah, you know, on that stage, uh, you have nothing to complain about until they it happens. It may just blow up and they'll never do it again, or it could be these shorter stages are action packed, yeah. and it'd be as closest thing to it, like a, a U.S. crit, basically. That's top <laughs> so, twenty started front, top twenty in the front, and then everybody else. I don't know if they're just foddered or they yeah. they grid them out. Based on, I, I don't it's know, like a but I know up. the top 20. Yeah. Okay. So well, like, you, you know, in the crits where they call the top yeah. ranked riders up to the front and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And it's immediately climbing? Yeah, it goes straight uphill. Downhill, wow. uphill, downhill, up. Probably. I I don't know why. It just seems to me like that would probably be what just a non-issue. Like, Yeah, I mean, some people are predicting that, you know. To me, it's like, but Movistar, if they have, if they're aiming to get up in that stage 17, 
Yeah, they I got three guys in the top 20. Yeah. They're, I mean, you're going to have Quintana, you know, Landa and, yeah. and uh, Valverde. So that could be, that could be a big, big push there. Wow. So it could alter things. Will we make it through tour without any doping? I, I think everybody's in Tanner's, all journalists, their feelers are out and they'll yeah. make a mountain out of a molehill if there is. So I, I think they're too smart to get caught anymore. I think if they get caught, it's gonna it would be like a, a subutamol kind of a thing like that. I hope I pronounced the name of that drug right. I'm not asthmatic, so. Um, uh, I heard I, you I, wheezing today pretty bad. Well, that's because I was trying to hold your wheel, you <laughs> asshole. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I don't think anybody's going to get caught during mid-race. There's not going to be a moto man. There's not going to be a, you know, somebody's wife is crossing the border with, you know, vials of EPO yeah. or something like that. Here's an interesting fact. 1988, Delgado wins yeah. with a doping. Remember his doping situation when he wins. He gets busted for a drug that it's under the Olympic Committee's banned substance, but not the UCI. Yeah. 98, the Festina Affair. Yeah. 2008, Operation Pareto. Oh, shit. So you got a good point bringing this up. Oh, so my God. Here it's we go. It's the year of the eight. Yeah, <laughs> the year of the eight with all the crap. <laughs> so, uh Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Well, we, we, we will have no, some No, we'll drama. just have to sit back and watch the drama, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. my God. Really? Yep. God, you know some good facts, man. You should host a podcast. <laughs> no way. Um, <laughs> I'll lose money. <laughs> yeah. You look so rich. Rolling in it. Yeah. Um, I'm on the LaPierre. They won't crack. Um, <laughs> uh, any favorite opportunists? You, you mentioned probably one, and maybe that's a redundant question, you know. I, I, I keep rooting for Thomas DeHent to win something. He's uh, always in a break. I didn't see the starting list for Lotto. Uh I don't is he I'm sure he's on. He's it on because, it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Lars Bohm. I always mm-hmm. root for Lars just because he's a cross rider and there's cobbles this year, so I'd like to see something like that. Yeah, I guess since I mentioned Tez Benut, of course yeah. I'd like to see something, but uh no, I, I'm a Mark. big Thomas Gent thing. That that guy is a master of the long break. Yeah. He's got it figured out. Um he knows it, I don't know if you heard any interviews, but he can guess when he goes out, he can tell how that day's going to unfold. If they won't let them expand past, I think it's four or five minutes at a certain kilometers of the break, it's not going to happen. He really? shuts down. Or, you know, he he can feel the, he feels like the breakaway group is not gel or the group is not a good mixture. He knows when it's going to work. He'll attack himself. Yeah, really? he's he's crafty. He's a crafty guy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Before we get to our actual, you know, major, major predictions, is this the year for a new generation? You mentioned something about this earlier. Um, it's, it just seems like we've had some of the same names, the, you know, the Cavendishes, the, even the Frooms, you know, things like that. Are we about to see a switch to a next generation of riders coming up? Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think you know, like Gaveria is is one of them for sure for sprinting and yeah, and, uh, yeah, that's true. And yeah. I think we'll we'll see uh, what happens. You know, because a lot of these guys you don't think anything of it, but um, what Froome's thirty three, thirty four, going to be thirty four. Yeah. Uh, same with R- Richie Port. You know, uh, so they're getting long in the tooth there. So yeah, this is a time you might get that surprise, Roberto. Uh, R- Rigoberto, Rigoberto. Yeah. yeah, Iran. He's up there in the 30s. He looks in his 50s. Yeah. His face. And he's there's a guy that's 
A chill guy. That guy's really chill. Yeah, everything he's, I hear about him, it yeah. sounds like he's just a really cool guy. Yeah, and just enjoys riding his bike. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I think I think this possibly might be. Hopefully, instead of being on the eights of some controversy, drug controversy, yeah. we have a big reveal like the, the coming year out. The flip. Yeah, yeah. The okay. debutantes step okay. up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that'd be nice. Um, all right, here's the big one. Uh, overall contenders. Um, I mean, I've just got the list. Uh, yeah, starting with you know Roman Bardet, Rigoberto Urán, Mikel Anda, Dumoulin, Quintana, Valverde, Thomas, Port, Nibali, Froome. Hey, let me know if I'm missing anybody. Um, if you had to pick a final podium in Paris, top three right there, mm-hmm. um, and this is being recorded, so people will quote you on. Oh it. no! Uh, if you had to pick after stage one of the 2018 Tour de France. France, France. Uh, <laughs> what's your final podium prediction? I'll go uh, Port on top. Okay. I'm gonna go even with, after today. Yeah, even after today. Okay. I think the TT they'll they'll both sky and, and yeah. they'll they'll make up. That's a and and it has to be the second to last stage is is another hilly TT. It's yeah. not a flat TT. And I'd like to see Dumoulin number two. Actually, I'd okay. like to see him number one, but I don't think that's realistic. It's funny you should say number two for people number who follow Dumoulin's yeah, career. <laughs> He's poopy. Another poopy thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do like Dumoulin, and that's somebody nobody's mentioned him, you know, because we don't know. He's put yeah. on a huge fight, and I liked how aggressive he was in the Giro that last Hell stage. Time yeah, oh, geez. And too. he attacked and attacked and attacked. Everybody was tired. There was like the 15th round of yeah. a of a heavyweight match. Those yeah. guys, nobody could respond, and they're just kind of dragging. But uh, Dumoulin, so I have Port, Dumoulin, and then I'll go with uh, Quintana. Quintana, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, for some reason, I don't know why Quintana, for me, I just, I, I always, ex- I hear so many expectations of what is going to see of him. And we, I, at least for the last several years, I, we have not seen an attacking Quintana, and I, I hope we get that this year. Um, I, I I don't know if I'm going to predict. Well, I have to. I have to put my money. Yeah, you put me in the spot. I know. You know. Um, I did pick. I did. I picked Richie Port to win the tour on my fantasy league that my friend blackmailed me into doing. So I got to stick with that. Um, you had Dumoulin second. I think Dumoulin's probably going to be a third place because I just think in terms of the uh, the climbs. And I honestly think Froome's going to make it through to the finish, but I, 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 I don't. I, I know this is mean, but I, I hope he's on the second stage, of the step of the podium. So Port, Froome, Dumoulin. And I put I, Froome at fourth. You put Froome at fourth. Mm-hmm. Okay, he makes okay. it. So do I have to pick fourth now? Shit. No, but yeah, I, th- it, it I think Landa's going to be up there. I think Mikel Landa, but I don't. I can't. What's his time trialing like? Not that good. Shit. And yeah. So you so have to fourth. pick time trialers because of that last. If they're tight, you know that. Yeah, it's a thirty-five mile time trial. I think it is bizarre that a, a, a climber can't time trial well, in the mountains. Well, yeah, this is kind of a very undulating yeah. TT. So I think, a, you know, Dumoulin would walk away from it. But I, yeah. I think it would benefit people like Quintana who who can climb it because there's enough climbing in it. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you you don't think anything about a Giro Tour? Double being a curse, people trying to do both races. Now we are a week later because of the World Cup and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, is the go Belgium? What's he go Belgium? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to ask you who you also you know yeah, just on a side go. note who you think is going to be the finals in the World Cup. Uh, but uh, you don't think there's doing those two Grand Tours is going to be detrimental? 
to Dumoulin or in Froome? Dumoulin, Froome. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think now the science is so big nowadays. You never know. I mean, um, science is so accurate, they can probably see the recovery and stuff. And I don't think Dumoulin would have signed up if he wasn't recovering from the Jiro. Yeah. So, well, he must have tested out, you know. Not back in our day, you just did it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then Shut up. let yeah. the cards fall where yeah. they fall. So. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, I, I, I remember when when Froome was in the Giro, watching the Giro, thinking to myself, okay, he's not performing very well, so he'll probably have a good tour. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he performs incredibly well, you know, pulls a, a, a Floyd. Um, and uh, <laughs> That and was well played by Sky, though. They it had, was. They had water station food. Everywhere you looked, if they had a camera on him, he was going, going for it. And the report was if Dumoulin stuck with him, he wasn't going to pull through. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't going to work with him. But, you know, so... Yeah, they that that wasn't an accident. They no, it yeah. was well planned. Yeah, but then seeing from crush it in that, and then in the zero, and I, you know, I guess it's just because I'm basing my entire opinions off of life experience. And you ever saw you you don't see zero tour double winners anymore. Pentani was the last one. Maybe that's a sign the drugs are tapering off. Yeah. Well, no, because no, well, you know, Bernardino did it. Uh, and he refused to take a drug drug test. Oh, oh, that's why Sky was all upset when he was. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so. the badger is being yeah thrown out there. Paul Maine just threw the badger <laughs> under the under the bus. Now I'm in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Well, he'll find you. Um, okay, um, let's let's play a little fun one. And I told you I'd do this before we started the show. And this has absolutely nothing important to do with with the tour, but I think it's kind of fun. Um, if you could make a drinking game daily for each for a specific not specific stage, but if you could make a game that like every time something happens, you have to drink. Now, I probably don't want to encourage alcoholism, so we should probably you know. Maybe, although you make coffee and it's four o'clock in the morning, so you know what kind of a drinking game are you gonna do? But I. Well, uh, maybe maybe since that's that is in the morning for us, this is how I do it. So okay. I would celebrate the victor's beer. I mean, the victor, the guy, whatever nation that guy's from, I drink a beer from that region. Oh, so Colombia today. Well, I think what they the held beer. Sorry, yeah. So Columbia. you know, we. I'm sure they don't coffee. have coffee. They're coffee. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I'd have to find a yes, beer. And beer. and if I can't find something that's decent, <laughs> then I have to go with a Belgian beer. Oh, so <laughs> because yeah, you that's have a your substitute. Standards. Yeah, you have. Well, the thing is, then you look at like like let's say like <laughs> if you had any Italian beers, they're awful. Peroni, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, it is pretty bad. So if if hey, no Nibali wins or an Italian wins, yeah, I'm gonna have to reach for. A Belgian. That's if cheating. a German wins, I'll drink a German beer. And that's if cheating, an American though. wins, then an American. And if, and if a Brit, I'll drink some Brit beer. But that's cheating. If you just go, oh, their beer sucks, I'm going to go. You should almost <laughs> have to suck it up and choke oh. back like a well, Tecati or a, or a Corona. We're or, in a logistic, you know, beer zone that, that's not so good, like Pacific Northwest, inland Pacific Northwest, where there's no importers. And try and find a Colombian beer. So what? What's that's true? Yeah, what are we gonna do? Maybe yeah. a label that's in the gotta, the yellow, yeah, blue, and red. You gotta plan ahead yeah. on this, man. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta really plan ahead on this. You got okay. This might have to be the twenty twenty drinking games. It's um, not a very good. 
it's not a very good game, obviously, because there's a lot of countries that don't have good beer or have beer, or as far as I know, beer. Yeah. But that's why I think a good Belgian Trappist beer is a good substitute. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you have a Brit, a German, or American win. I'm trying to think of another decent. I think, I'm sure that a lot of people are like, you know, I who wants to drink somebody from like Dumoulin wins? I got to drink a Heineken. Yeah, I think it'd be oh. hilarious, though, if you're actually screaming at the TV, praying for the Colombian not to win, because you know you've got <laughs> some swill in your fridge. Just, just. <laughs> oh, please, no. Oh, shit. Or some Russian beer. It's like, oh, yeah. no. I don't know what I don't they even have know there. Yeah, yeah. Other than vodka. I don't yeah. know about that. So we got to expand our, our tastes a little so bit. So that's my drinking game. Okay, yeah. I like that. I had a couple. Um, and, and this isn't meant to be mean, but every time Phil Liggett misquotes something or misspeaks, you got to take a sip. Um, every time Steve Perino, who's a friend of mine, starts his his little intimate with, well, Phil, let's check in with Steve Perino. And he goes, well, Phil, I think that blah, 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 blah. So every time Steve Perino... I'll starts, never make it to work. If, no, if, if, we do, if we do that, be your game, I will be blot-eyed. Yeah. I might well, as well take I'm my vacation. Finished. I'm not finished. Oh. You could make a grid of this, a grid of like a bingo card. Every every time you see a fan in that Borat Speedo, that uh, green one that goes uh, over the shoulders, got to take a sip. Wow. Every mention of Mark Cavendish, you have to take a sip. Well, that's coming from Paul and... You'd be an alcoholic by still. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. anybody British are going to mention yeah. this. Um, and every fan running along a... a, a, a in a mountain stage that trips or falls or hurts themselves, you got to finish your drink. And that's a good one. <laughs> I love it when those assholes uh, yeah, do that. Absolutely. I hate that shit on mountain stages. And you see them face plant too because they're yeah. so busy looking off to the side. And... <laughs> exactly. Um, I also put some useless drinking games just to be a joke every time a French rider wins a stage. Because well, you could stay you'd, sober. You'd stay sober yeah. as a judge every time Quintana attacks. Yeah. Sorry, that was mean. Um, <laughs> he does. He doesn't attack, does he? he okay. In your career of watching this bike race, Paul, we're winding down. In your career of watching this bike race or being a part of this bike race, your your dream tour, the best tour you've ever seen. Uh, <clears throat> I thought, of course, eighty nine. Everybody's gonna say eighty nine because it finished in a bang. Yeah. With Le Mans. Le Mans. Not one of my favorite people, but. Um, and I remember that day really well. I was actually at a bike race. It was a stage race and, and, uh, you know, the final time trial going into Paris at 15 miles, it's like he's 50 some seconds behind. It's like, no way. And we finished the road race and all these people were at the finish line and going, Le Mans just won. I'm like, yeah. no way. Yeah. Cause you know, back in 89, you had to wait. Uh, yeah. For John I don't know Tesh how they got Saturday. that information. Yeah. Oh, there used to be a. A 900 number, you got a dollar a minute, and it's called Velo, Velo, Velo Hotline. Hey, so, baby. Yeah. Oh, shit, I'm in style. <laughs> Not hot, hot. Dang it. one 900 hot, hot. Dang it. No, it's hot Velo. Or... Anyway, so, yeah. And I'm like, that's that's got to be wrong. He must have crashed. I'm thinking that he crashed, and then yeah. to see the, the footage, because back then it was tape delayed, and by the time I got back from the... Uh, the stage race. Uh, you could watch yeah, it. I watched it, yeah. and it was like I probably put it on VHS. Absolutely. Yeah. I've got some tapes downstairs. Yeah, yeah I'm a hoarder. So, are you classifying that, that as your favorite? That has to be the favorite. Seen? I did. I did like 2011. Even I'm not a Cadell uh, Evans yeah. fan, but I think that was a great battle. 
with Andy Schleck and stuff, uh, back and forth in the final. It was pretty dramatic. I thought it was yeah. pretty good. Um, and as just, I know it's not the best. Well, it was. It's tainted 2006 yeah. with Floyd Landis. That yeah. was Because up that moment, that attack, he was full gas. And another, they had the, on the roadside, they had water. You know, Phonak had everything. I mean, he was getting anything he wanted. He was taking full bottles and, you know, he went full gas. And he didn't even yeah. get the yellow jersey then, but he was just, he was like an ape out of control. So. Huge amount of time. Yeah, and that was an excited, pretty happy until the day after when <laughs> it was revealed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do have to admit, even though I know you, you know, and I, I lost all respect for him too, but the, the, the year that Lance got his brake lever caught on the Musette 2000, bag the fan. Uh, 2003, yeah. The, that was a good battle, That actually. was a brilliant tour, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, you know, hindsight, but I, I don't want to get into that issue again. Um, the that Le Mans tour, I don't know why the Le Mans-Bernardino tour year, year where, they, where Le Mans won his first one eighty six. Uh, I, I love that race. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. had a little drama with uh, the Badger and yeah, him. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm an Eno fan, so there you go. You know, I know you. I know you're not a. You're uh, no, believer. I think he's a, he was a great champion, but yeah. I don't think he's the one that should be flinging mud either. So well, never caught. Yeah, you know, <laughs> if you don't take a test. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I've I've pulled a lot of U-turns in my life, but oh, it's not on my record that there the cops, cop doesn't yeah. see it. I didn't do it, right? Yeah. Um, would you ever want to go? To the tour? Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, if if I had to pick a stage like this year, it'd be stage nine. Yeah. Which is the group A section. Yeah. yeah. But everybody I, I talked to, um, in fact, the two times I was at Roubaix talking to these Flemish guys, they said they've done been to the tour, and it's just, it's not fun. It's unless you want to party and stuff. Yeah. The if you want to watch racing, and and get the good feeling, racing is in the classics. So, uh, I'm not going to spend that money travel for yeah. us. Too much money just to stand on the side of the road. And I don't know why it's. I'm I'm in the same boat. It's. I think it'd be amazing to see if you had this huge VIP treatment where they, you know, you're going to the right places and the right days and the right stages and seeing all these wonderful things and being wined and dined. Um, but as a purist, I, I, I'd much rather be able to watch the whole race on TV and, and get my feeling of what's going on there. Um, yeah, I agree. If, if you're going to take a major trip, it just seems like the classics would be a, a much more beneficial. Like, I, I guess you went over. Yeah, I, yeah. I went, believe it or not, uh, this year I went to South Flanders. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Holy week, you know, to be the, able to go the there and Holy see week, that, yeah, to see those doubt. races back to back would be pretty damn impressive. So. Yeah. Well, you know, getting back, uh, you're talking about, um, you know, we were talking about drugs and, and it was unfortunate about yeah. in, in 2003. But uh, one of the guys that I talked to, uh, uh, Perry Roubaix, we were talking about that drug situation. He goes, you know, at this point, I just, I love the sport. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. I, I don't want to second guess. I'm just going to enjoy the sport for what it is. And I think that's, that was a good attitude. A good attitude yeah. is... You know what? We, let's not sit here and split hairs. Oh, he's on drugs and start guessing. Yeah, had he not done this, or he's hiding something, or Team Sky, sit back, enjoy the race. You know, and for yeah. what it is, and it's a sporting event, and you know, it's unfortunate that there's that negative. But I think that's good advice. I yeah, and and I don't think we're ever going to see clean. I don't think we're ever going to see it. When you have, when I am, you know, just genetically 
designed to not be as fast as you are, but I had all the talents growing up and I, you know, I'm this small little pill while nobody's looking is going to make me, uh, you know, uh, that champion and set for life and famous and all these things. Yeah. I I don't think that's ever going away because we're never going to have the perfect genetic makeup that all riders are going to be on an equal playing field. There's always going to be a strive to find something to make you better than the other guys. And, and I think more so now because the money that's involved. Oh, money, when there's money involved, there's you you can't fail. And and uh, did you ever see the movie Icarus? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So his Icarus. interesting comment doing all those drugs. He never felt like a superhero. Yeah. But his recovery, how much he could do the next day, was like unbelievable. And I think that's where it's at, especially in tour rides and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, recovery is is essential. So yeah, you you have to. Think something suspicious. All right, before we find before we sign off, this is a podcast about cycling. But who are going to be the final two teams in the World Cup? Belgium and is your son? Is he's he in the other room. He's, right. he's watching the Croatia. He Belgium and Croatia. Okay. For those of you who have no idea what's going on, the the Croatia Russia game happened today. We DVR'd it. My son is a soccer. He bleeds soccer, football. And he's in the other room watching the match right now, and I didn't realize that it. I unfortunately checked social media and saw that it went <laughs> down to PKs. Um, you Belgium and who and Croatia? Croatia. You want to see in mm-hmm. the final? Yep. With Belgium winning and all. Well, of course. I'm, I'm thinking an England France final. That's probably the most likely. Yeah. Yeah, but and I don't know why, but um, I, I I'm sorry to who, who between the two France. then. I, I'm sorry, this is a Tour de France preview show, but I'm I'm rooting for rooting for England to win it. So you'll have to drink an English beer. I will drink an English beer when they finish it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> trying to think of my English beers that I'd drink. Well, yeah, there's some. There's Bass Ale. Yeah. Boddington's. Yeah. Cream Ale. Yeah. Crap. There's other. Thank God Columbia's not in it. Samuel Smith's. <laughs> oh, Columbia. Jesus. Yeah. yeah what, what are you going to do there? Columbia's probably got some Brit- brilliant beers. And, and yeah. We, just we don't, don't know. know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh all right, man, dude, uh, thanks for the ride today. Thanks you for the he, – he, you guys, Paul brought the beers today, and um, he's got really good beer taste. Uh, and I had a, a Trappist – a, a And, oh, my God, that's that's nice. That's a great way to – you said the yeast was good for recovery, right? Yeah, it's so. vitamin B12. Okay, yeah, okay. That's yeah, good. Well, you heard the predictions here, and you heard what's going on. So um, there, there you are. There are our, our useless opinions in terms of what we think is going to happen. It's the to quote the great John Tesh. It's the Super Bowl of cycling. <laughs> God, I miss those days. That's like letting the air out of the balloon at the end of a podcast. It quoting is, John, John Tesh. I just did it with a. Jo- <laughs> <laughs> um, let's hey, let's let's hope every rubber side down. Everybody stays clean. And we have a good race, right? Thanks, Pat. Thanks, man. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.